With the outbreak of World War II, Hiro Onoda enlisted in the Japanese army and was sent to fight in the Philippines. As the Americans prepared to invade the islands on which Hiro Onoda was on, his commanding officer gave him and his men an order that they must never surrender. Japan surrendered on the 15th of August, 1945, but Lieutenant Hiro Onoda did not. He had already taken to the thick forests on this island where he and three other soldiers planned to cause as much mayhem as possible. The fact that there wasn't an enemy anymore was completely irrelevant. Their commanding officer said, never surrender. How many of us have something in our past that we are unable to surrender? A past trauma, a troubling experience, a scarring childhood memory? In the passage we read from the Old Testament today, Joshua said to the Hebrew people, put away the foreign gods that are among you. You see, for the past 20 or 30 years, as they had wandered from one place to another, the Hebrew people had apparently begun collecting statues, collecting images of foreign gods. And even worse, they'd begun worshiping these gods. As they had spent decades in this land following Joshua around, their backpacks had gotten heavier and heavier. They were carrying more and more stuff. So Joshua tells the Hebrew people, get rid of it. Surrender some of what you've been carrying around. And yet for you and me, even today, many of us carry burdens that prevent us from flourishing in our faith and from becoming the people who we were created to be. Some of us refuse to surrender these burdens and lay them down. So what about me? What about you? What burdens do you carry from your past? Maybe you had a parent who told you you'd never amount to anything and you carry that burden today. Or maybe you experienced a time of poverty and that prevents you from being generous, not only with your money, but with your love and your compassion for others. Or maybe you feel the burden of a mistake that you made, a regret that you have, and you can't seem to accept God's forgiveness or to believe you even could be forgiven. In so many of our lives, there is something that we picked up years ago, something that happened to us or something we experienced that continues to shape the way we live even today. Unoda and the other three soldiers in the Philippines found a leaflet in October of 1945 telling them that the war was over, but they couldn't believe it. Onoda called the leaflet a fake. He'd been given orders and no forgery was going to stop him and his soldiers from carrying them out. 
And so began years of guerrilla warfare against the Filipino civilian population. In 1950, one of the soldiers got tired of it all and he surrendered to the Filipinos. In 1953, nine years after the conclusion of World War II, another one of the soldiers was shot while raiding a fishing village and he died shortly thereafter. In 1972, a third soldier was killed and Unoda was left on his own. As the years rolled on and on, Lieutenant Unoda continued to live in his jungle hideout, surviving on a diet of coconuts and bananas and fish and rice that he would steal from local farmers. Unoda completely missed events such as the Korean War, the entire career of the Beatles, the Cuban Missile Crisis, the assassinations of President John F. Kennedy and Martin Luther King, the 1964 Tokyo Olympics, the building of the Berlin Wall, and the moon landing. It's hard to believe through all that time, deep down, Anoda didn't know or at least have some suspicion that this war might be over. However, he was completely unable to let go of the past. Have you been there? Maybe you're there right now. So how do we let go of something that has shaped our lives for maybe even years or decades? Getting back to Joshua, we see three steps that he takes that can be instructive for all of us. First of all, Joshua knew that change doesn't happen when we're on our own. What we read is, Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem. He summoned the elders, the heads, the judges, and the officers of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. If we want to lay down a burden, we're not going to be able to do it alone. Joshua brought the people together so they could be transformed together. If we want to make real changes in our lives, we need a community. We need support, be it a spouse or a best friend or a close colleague or a church community. We need someone to provide us support, but maybe even more so to keep our feet to the fire and to remind us that God is with us as we work to lay down our burdens or to overcome our most scarring memories. When you look at grief support groups or Alcoholics Anonymous or other recovery organizations, one of the key principles is almost always that you should be in a group. If you look at the Bible in the Greek, one of the most common words used for church is ecclesia. Ecclesia really just means an assembly or a gathering. Fundamental to our DNA as a church is community. That's what the church is, a community coming together to be changed by God. Second of all, Joshua reminds the people where they came from. Joshua said, I took, Joshua said on behalf of God, I took your father Abraham from beyond the river and led him through the land of Canaan and made his offspring many. I gave him Isaac 
and to Isaac I gave Jacob and Esau. Then I sent Moses and Aaron and brought your ancestors out of Egypt. In other words, Joshua calls the people back to the basics, back to the fundamentals of their faith. And this is what you and I do each week. When we recite the Nicene Creed, we remind ourselves of who God is. When we say the Lord's Prayer, we remind ourselves who God is calling us to become. When we share in the Eucharist, we are remembering that we are being strengthened to serve the world in Christ's name. It's so important to have times in our lives when we slow down enough to think about our stories. It's important that we think about who we're becoming and who God wants us, is calling us to be. So Joshua does just that. He calls the people back to the most basic questions. He reminds them of God's faithfulness, and he invites them to think about how they will respond, whether they are willing to change, what they may be willing to lay down. <clears throat> Third, Joshua tells the Hebrew people to make a decision. Joshua said, Put away the gods that your ancestors served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. And the people answered, Far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. In other words, Joshua insisted that the people commit to one path or the other. And sometimes in our lives, we must also commit to letting go of the things in our past that cloud our vision or that draw us away from God. Notice that Joshua doesn't invite the people to think about whether they're willing to let go of the burdens they've been carrying around. Joshua demands that they make a commitment, that they decide, that they choose a path. My question, is it time for me is it time for you, is it time for us to make this same commitment, to let go of something in our past? If so, find a community that can support you, where you can be honest and vulnerable. And then remember, reflect on the fundamentals of your faith, remembering what God has done for you, what God is calling you to lay down, and that God loves you. As many of you know, this weekend we celebrate Veterans Day. We honor the veterans of our armed forces. What we see in our veterans are men and women who were willing to make a commitment to walk away from their homes, to walk away from their communities if they were called upon to protect our freedom. These men and women were willing to set aside their own comfort and safety to defend their country and their values. Our veterans really are an icon. They're a living icon, an image of what it looks like to walk away from so much because they believed in something greater. And that's what you and I are called to do as Christians, to set aside a part of our past that may be preventing us from becoming the people we were called to be, laying aside the burden of anger that prevents us from offering forgiveness, 
the burden of jealousy that prevents us from rejoicing in the good fortune of others, the burden of greed that prevents us from being generous with those in need, or the burden of distrust that prevents us from coming together as a community. In 1974, a young Japanese adventurer traveled to the Philippines. He tracked down Anoda, and he convinced him that World War II was over. And so, after 29 years in the jungle, in the forest, Lieutenant Anoda walked out into a town, still dressed in his tattered 1940s army uniform, and he surrendered. He handed over his bolt-action rifle, 500 rounds of ammunition, a knife, and a box of grenades. Unoda finally set down the burdens he had been carrying for decades. Back in Japan, he married and he started a very lucrative ranch. One day, however, he read an article in the paper about a violent and angry teenager, and Anoda decided to do something to improve his community. In 1984, he founded a world-class school for troubled children and youth, and he spent the next 30 years of his life working alongside his wife as they transformed the lives of some of the most troubled youth in Japan. Unoda lived into his 90s, and died in 2014. In the end, he did so much good. He found so much joy. He cared for so many people, and he transformed the lives of so many who were in need. But he did all of this only because he was able to first lay down his rifle, only because he was able to first lay down the burdens he had carried for so long. The Bible assures us that God created each of us. God created you for a purpose, to make your community increasingly look like the kingdom of God, to share God's love, to serve those in need, to proclaim God's grace. So how do we do this? Remember the words of Joshua who said, put away the foreign gods among you. In other words, Put away whatever burdens you are carrying, whatever holds you back from God, whatever prevents you from being the person God created you to be. Once we have done this, then we, like the Hebrew people, will be able to say boldly, the Lord our God we will serve, and Him we will obey. Amen.